Little Frog fans, welcome to Post Game Beers Podcast. We are the Lupton Drinking Club, bringing you baseball talk from the front row. I'm your host, Kyle Malloy, at YellMK on Twitter, joined by my co-host, Jacob Sailors at JD Sailors, as well as our producer, Ray Cartwright. Uh, we've also got the horse, Garrett Evans. But tonight, our special guest is none other than current Cincinnati Reds starting pitcher and ex-TCU ace, Nick Lodolo, Nick, uh, we appreciate you joining us tonight. How is your calf? We'll start there. <laughs> <laughs> right into it, huh? No, thanks for having me. Um, it's good, man. We're dealing with uh, some, it's yeah, it's some ankle stuff in there that muscle runs up to the calf, but you know, we're we're trying to grind through it and get get it back on track. Doing some uh, calf raises. How do you stretch that out? <laughs> yeah, a lot of eccentric calf stuff to try to build up that muscle in there to get some stability rehab's got to be the literal worst part of being a professional athlete right like yeah i think about guys who get hurt and they're rehabbing for months i'm like that sucks yeah working out but not not really yeah and like i'm trying to do it right now while i'm still playing i'm not i'm not on the shelf so i'm trying to play through yeah um is how, how is it like pitching through that is every pitch really uncomfortable or uh it's hit and miss um a lot of it is more it's it's not really that it's uncomfortable it'll just you kind of start compensating other ways in yeah. like delivery without getting too specific into how it's affecting me but we're we're hoping to get right here in the in the right direction here when you have an issue like that are you kind of the one that brings that up to your you know to your coach and says hey doesn't feel right or do they notice that first and then start asking questions like how does that relationship work uh i mean it's more of a little bit of both kind of it it was kind of noticeable it's been going on for a while so <laughs> like i said we're we're hopefully getting it on the right track here That's and good. get back to throwing the ball away i know i can does that so, af- does that affect the way your command yeah I mean, just yeah. going by your last couple of starts you could kind of see it yeah no, it definitely does. Nick, I'm going to take us back a little bit. Um, so let's blast uh, back to 2016. You were drafted 41st overall by mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, was that a difficult decision for you to attend TCU, or did you kind of know all along that you know what I um, I'm going to I'm going to pass this up. I need some time in college. I'm going to head to the fort. Yeah, um, you know it's it was it was a really it was a difficult decision um, in the moment that ended up being a very easy decision. Um, obviously, I mean, what kid doesn't want to be a professional baseball player? Um, and so when someone gives you that opportunity and throws you um, a good amount of money in front of you, uh, you know, it, it becomes life comes at you quick. You got to make a decision. Um, and, you know, it, there was just something inside of me that kept telling me all along that TCU is where I needed to be. Um and that's where I, my heart just felt where I needed to be. So um, that's what I went with. Um, I really followed my gut feeling. And, you know, I, obviously it worked out great. Uh, but even if, I, if it didn't work out the way, I think, I think I still at the end of the day would have been very happy with my choice. Does it make so, it easier for your decision whenever it's the Pirates drafting you? You don't have to answer that, but uh. I was going to say there's no there's no truth to the rumor that uh, if it was anybody besides the Pirates, you would have said yes. <laughs> No, I will say that 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 did not really have that big. 
Uh, your time at TCU was pretty interesting. I mean, you got, uh, you know, I guess to to really summarize it, you got a taste of the promised land early on that first year attending yeah. the College World Series. And that was, that was your freshman year. And then it was kind of the opposite trajectory of what, you know, many may seem like, hey, this is like the perfect college career, right? So your first yeah. year, you guys are a six overall seed. You get to the College World Series. 2018 doesn't go so great. Um, unfortunately, didn't make the postseason. 2019 away from making yep, it. Pop yeah. fly away in that in that damn sun. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then 2019, you know, got to a regional, but but didn't go past that. So yeah. how do you how do you look back at your three years as a frog? Um, I mean, obviously, I I got uh I got to Omaha once. Um, so I got checked that off my list. That was something that was really a goal. Um, but obviously, once you do it once and after that being the fourth time in a row for us, I mean, that's, it's, you start to expect that in a way as the standard. Um, so I, I mean, don't get me wrong. My sophomore year was difficult, um, but we flat out, we didn't win. Um, mm. So um, come junior year, uh, I felt really, we felt really good about our team. Actually. I remember junior year too. We had a lot of good dudes on that team um, and just kind of some up and downs. And we didn't really just put it all together at the right time. Um, we kind of scratched and clawed our way uh, into that regional, um, and we made it to the championship. We that's, we played Arkansas pretty well, I I thought, um, and that that team was pretty good. I, I don't even I don't even remember how they ended up doing, but I remember they were pretty solid. You know, uh, there's a, I don't know how much you keep up with TCU baseball this year, but it feels like there's a lot of similarities between this TCU team and that 2019 TCU team. Yeah. Yeah, I I keep up with this team a lot. I mean, I I don't watch every game, um, but when I'm able to, I do, and I I can see on Twitter and everything. But, uh, yeah, it kind of does remind me of our team because we came out the gate hot, too, in Arizona, beat some good teams. We run-ruled Vandy that opening weekend. It was kind of like, all right, like, here we go. Like, this is what we thought. You know, this is what we we thought all fall, what we had, and we went out and we did it. And then kind of midway through the year – you know, we were hitting hitting a little slump there, but uh, and then we picked it up at the end, started playing better ball, which it seems the boys are doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's been a challenging season for us because you know watching Kirk in his first year last year and all that success yeah. that they had, and uh, see a little you know a few hiccups this year. There's still obviously uh, a regional in in play if they play well the rest of the year, but it's been harder to, to, uh, you know, kind of comment on, on a, on a down season, which very similar, like you said, to, to 2018. So, mm-hmm. um, do you keep up with any of the current players on the team? Uh, I do not like speak to any of them. No, but I feel like I know them <laughs> pretty well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't text oh, no. them if you paid me. <laughs> we got, we got beef. <laughs> Man, I do have a question, uh, built out of that. Um, so, you know, you were the seventh overall pick in that upcut in that draft after twenty in twenty nineteen. Uh, Braden Taylor is going to be a high first round draft pick. You know, do you have any advice for him going through that draft process? You know, from the end of his year this year through the summer. Uh, I mean, I guess the biggest thing for right now is I would tell him, especially going through it twice. What right now would be you literally the only you just got to play because there's a lot of things that you think that actually go into that 
that probably at this point don't. I mean, he has a long track record. Mm-hmm. And people know the type of player he is by now. Like, they're not, like, still searching for, like, who is Braden Taylor. Like, they know who he is. Um, and I think the guy, he, he can swing it. I, I've definitely seen that. Um, so, I mean, if it was me and I was looking back on it, I would just be enjoy it. You know, just get the boys in a position to win. Um, and that's the best you can do because once – once you're gone, man, that it's over. There's no going back. So I was going to ask you if you any eligibility uh, left. Um, they might be able to use your help. Let's <laughs> say, kind of, kind of building off that same question. You know, maybe, maybe I said we, we we joke about having a down year, but we also like to think we're maybe we're getting hot at the right time, right now at the end of the mm-hmm. season, and we still have, still have a good opportunity in front of us. And we're really kind of leaning on some young kids. We're leaning on Rodriguez and Klecker. Uh, so what kind of advice would you give those freshmen here at the tail end of the season, hope, hoping for a postseason berth? Uh, what do you think you'd tell those guys, you know, with this opportunity in front of them? Really just to keep being themselves is what, is what, is what I thought they've been doing. Um, I remember watching them open weekend um, and kind of was like, okay, like I think I even text Kirk, like these – I like it. Like these kids can pitch. Um, you know, the moment it doesn't seem, they don't seem too big for them or anything. And I mean, that's only going to just help us in the long run, um, them getting this experience now. But, uh, I mean, it really, they just got to keep being themselves. Um, which I, I don't see a reason that they won't. Um, like I said, that they, they don't seem like the moment's too big for them. Um, and that they're throwing the ball really well. You know, you pitched a lot your freshman year. How hard was it for you in that freshman year going into May and then to June, not pitching that much before you went to college? Uh, I don't think it was that difficult. Um, I'll be honest. Once we got into regional and super regionals, I I didn't even pitch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was at least I remember in regionals, we went Traver um and then game two we went jared um against i think it was virginia Mm -hmm. at home and jared did his thing and then howie threw against dbu and so that was that was the regional i was game four if we needed it um and then we got to super regional and same thing jared and howie and we went two and oh and i was game three so i didn't get there so wait (laughs) <laughs> I never even pitched really until we got to Omaha and I uh, think I logged an inning out of the bullpen and then started yep. in like the elimination yep. games. That game against yep. Louisville, that game against Louisville is one of my favorite games I've ever lost. Cause one, it's, it just seemed like the intensity in that game was like in an all. Is that how you remember it too? Or were you kind of yeah. just locked in doing your own thing, but it just seemed like I, so I, intense. Yeah. I was locked in. Um, you know, I mean, I think I, I think I threw like four or five innings and gave up like two runs, maybe three. I don't remember exactly. Four, uh, four innings pitched, three runs. Four, four and three. Yeah, I remember the last batter I faced was a dude hit like a solo homer, and then after that it was like at that. I mean, we just gave it to the hot hand of Weimer, and you, Weimer came in the game. It was like, all right, we're in a good spot. Yeah. Um, but I still remember that game. That that at that point was when I too. I remember looking out. Um, at like center field at TD Ameritrade and it's packed and everything. And I was kind of just like a surreal moment. Like this is what you came to college for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, uh, 
because that game against Texas A&M, I was at that one and it was just, mm-hmm. that was just Brian Howard just dominating. And it just seemed like kind of a chill game. You know, I mean, I'm sure y'all probably had a different perspective from the dugout, but for me but watching, it, kind of, it was like, no. it was just an afternoon at the ballpark. We're chilling. We're beating A&M and we go in that Louisville game and it's like war. I, I just remember that being so crazy. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, you, you have that feeling though, when you give the ball to Howie, especially against A&M in an elimination game, you already know how it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Nick, how he lives for that. <laughs> Earlier you mentioned, you know, uh, to not – or for these guys that are seniors, to really not think about what they're doing now because a lot of their stuff's on film already. The teams already yeah. know them. You know, do, do you regret, you know, thinking about it too much, you know, when you were uh, a junior, I guess, at that time? Or was that a, uh, was that a concern of yours? No, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought especially going through it the first time really helped me going through it the second time. And – realizing like it if you just go and pitch everything will take care of itself you know you don't you don't need to be out there thinking about it and everything that's just that's just not going to help you you Mm -hmm. if you go out there and you play the game to win which is the whole point of playing and have fun like i said it take care of itself so that's where i think it's been kind of new for Braden. so he was that covid high school senior you know Mm -hmm. came out of graduated in 2020 so he didn't really go through that draft process coming out of high school. So this is all brand new to him, his junior year here in college. Yeah. And like I said, I don't watch every game and I'm not around him, but I, I mean, from afar, I'd like to say he's handling it well. Um, I mean, you, you guys are there every game. <laughs> I just, I mean, <laughs> it, you know, in person, he's an <laughs> asshole, but you know, we can get yeah. past that. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, he's the nicest guy ever. Um, yeah, good dude. So, Drafted, Ray said, number seven overall. That's the highest TCU draft pick uh, that has ever, you know, they've ever had. That kind of set in motion like this three-year process for you to get from there to your first start. Uh, of course, COVID took a year of that, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of fascinated with the ma- the minor league life. You know, what was that like bouncing around to different teams every every couple months, every you know, so often? Yeah, you know, I actually, uh, you hear all like the horror stories of minor leagues and everything, and. I mean, it's probably a little different um, in the situation I was in, but I thought overall, man, I I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I played rookie ball in Billings, Montana, and that to still today wow. is my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite spot that I played in minor league baseball. Does it help um, whenever you get like a multi-million dollar signing bonus? <laughs> <laughs> it allows you a little more flexibility. Let's say that. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, man, I actually – you. it's a lot of fun. You're just out there with a whole bunch of guys playing baseball and with everyone has the same goal in mind. Um, playing and, at Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> yeah, I actually played somewhere around there, like in Idaho Falls. Yeah, that's um, crazy. So let's, but, talk about the, let's talk about the cities you were in. Billings, uh, Dayton, Ohio. You were in Arizona yeah. for a little bit. Uh, Daytona, Chattanooga, Louisville. Was there – any interesting cities or, or you know, things so, that you remember the most? Uh, Billings is obviously great. Um, like I said, I played in Dayton for a week. Um, and then they shut me down just for like inning limits that first year. So then I was supposed to go to Daytona and then COVID happened. So I didn't go there. Um, and then the next year I picked up in Chattanooga and Louisville um, in my, so I guess my first full season. And uh, I really enjoyed Chattanooga. Chattanooga was awesome. Great city. Um, but did you see so much, 
so many different parts of the country like that I would never even like think of going to like especially growing up in Southern California like I never played past Arizona because I just didn't need to <laughs> you know back to Hunter Green but it seems y'all been kind of a nowhere it seems y'all were kind of attached to the hip from double A to triple A and y'all pretty much debuted at the same time you know it was a couple of weeks apart mm-hmm. but just talk about that relationship uh yeah i mean hunter and i hunter and i go back to high school um of like knowing each other uh we played a little bit together there uh thing in high school called area code games that we played on the same team Mm. um so like i hunter and i knew each other um not to the level obviously we do now but uh yeah i mean it was good i we kind of we went through the minor leagues together and then now we're here and you know that that's our goal is to continue to i mean grow and really just start to get this team on track. You know, that's what, that's what we want to do. It's a learning process with all that young talent. It is, man. You're, believe me, when you think you've got it figured out, you're in the wrong spot because you don't. (laughs) So I have a question. It seems like the, uh, the Reds have become TCU 2.0. Yeah, we got some, you know, they've got, uh, of course you, they have Brandon Williamson, uh, mm-hmm. In their minor leagues, they've got Alex Young, they got uh, TJ Atante, Antonte, yeah. Antone, Antone, Antone. Yep, bandwagon. Then, I know. And then Freddie <laughs> Benavides is your bench coach yep. with all TCU ties. Yeah, there's it's kind of weird. There's a lot. Uh, Ay and I, I mean, we, that's what we talk about TCU baseball almost daily. Um, just because, I mean, we're, we feel like we're still pretty close to it because, I mean, we train all offseason at TCU. Hmm. But uh, we got a lot of guys. It's funny. Our, so, Freddie Freddie played TCU way back, and uh, he's good. He loves it. Every day, every time I pitch, uh, he wears his TCU polo on game day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, is, is, is that something that's pretty unique to TCU? Like, guys go on and do their thing in the major leagues or minor leagues or whatever, and they're still, like, really attached to the program? Or, like, do you have teammates that are following Florida and really you – know, I'll be honest. I think we definitely have, like, the most pride in, like, our school. Like, yeah, that's what it seems it like. It really seems that way. Like, there's, that's like, other cool. guys, like, that went to Florida and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, like, it was cool. Like, we enjoyed it. But, like, they don't keep up. Like, I feel like I'm still, like, kind of part of it. Howard says do. they call him like Johnny yearbook <laughs> and things like that. Like, he's like, yeah, like anything like TCU, like we know exactly what's going on, like everything. It's, I don't, it's just, I don't know. I guess it's just the environment and culture that like we've built at TCU. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, I think everybody feels it, whether you're in the baseball program or not. I think it's just around school wide. Yeah, that's really cool. How cool is it going through this spring training with Brandon Williamson there? It's, 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 it's always good. You know, B has become one of my really good friends. Um, um, so, I mean, getting to play with him uh, in spring and everything, I, I hope he gets a shot here soon. Um, but it was funny. It was something, even when he was with the Mariners that we had always talked about, like, oh, dude, it'd be great if we got to play together one day. And, you know, that that opportunity might come here soon. So it'd be pretty cool. And then what can we do to uh, get your front office to trade for Luke and Baker to get them unstuck there? And I'll tell you what, get him out of that Memphis Cardinals jersey. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he keeps doing his thing. He's going to be just fine. God, he's killing it. (laughs) 
He is. Hey, I got a question. Do you look forward to road trips so that you can get a meal that's something other than Skyline Chili? <laughs> Dude, I've never even had Skyline. It's got to be the worst food on the planet. Oh, hopefully no Cincinnati fans are listening to this. They've never had it. <laughs> this doesn't, I don't know. I, I, see, me, I, I don't care. I love cheese. I'm a big <laughs> cheese fanatic, but Ugh. there's just something about it that just doesn't really, it doesn't call me. It doesn't no. ring chili to me. It just, it no. just, no, nah, it's, it's off, brother. I'm surprised they didn't take you there, you know, as a, as a rookie and, and make you <laughs> right. you know, pound like hazing. <laughs> yeah. Pound it. yeah. No, they, they did not do that. All right. Now, so is that something that uh, the veterans will do? You know, you hear in the <laughs> NFL about uh, guys taking it, making the rookies take them out and, you know, ringing up a large tab at a restaurant. Yeah, no, I, I'll be honest. I, I've had the complete opposite uh, experience. So April 22, you were activated by the Reds officially. What was that conversation with your manager like? You know, you're probably expecting at any point I'm going to, you know, I'm going to jump up to the show. But like, how, how does that feel when, when you have that conversation? Uh, it was good. It was in, so it was like a couple days left in spring training, um, when I got told and, you know, it was, I thought I'd be like, not like more excited, but like, I just, I felt like I, I knew that I had something to offer in a, in a position where I, it was where I belonged. Um, and so when I got told, obviously I was really happy. Um, but I mean, it's something, yeah, it's something you'll never forget. I mean, that's something you work for, for a long time. And then, uh, you realize too, once it happens and everything, the the real work starts now to keep going. Mm. You know, that's the confidence you like out of a frontline starter. Yeah, I pretty much <laughs> shoved all spring. So, I mean, of course they were going to promote me. I mean, service time be damned. <laughs> it was, we were in, we were in like a position that I think it was Louis, Luis Castillo. He was, he was starting on the IL. And so it was kind of like, you look around the room and you're like, okay, well, there's a couple options left and, you know, you just, you kind of got that feeling. You feel like you're the best option and you've been throwing it well. So, you know, things work out. So last year that first you, uh, you led the majors in a very particular category, Nick, do you know what that is? <laughs> Let me hear it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> the hit batsman at 19. Wait, I'm sure I lead right now. <laughs> Every well, pitch is retaliation. It's funny you do lead the majors, but you're t- you're you're tied this year. Do you know who you're tied with this year at seven? No, I do not. Shohei Otani. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. That's See, good okay, I'll take that. That's good company. <laughs> yes, sir. Heck yeah. How many of those his batsmen were on your slider? Because you got you some know, wicked I, movement I will on say that. I have. I've gotten a couple this year. Um, everyone says they're like, Oh, it's great. Like when that happens. And I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I don't like when it happens because if he doesn't swing, then I just, <laughs> then everyone's like, Oh, like, Oh, great. He hit another guy. Do you have any strikeouts <laughs> when you hit the guy? <laughs> like he swung through and it hit him. Yeah. I've got one this year. That's awesome. I got one on Josh Harrison in Philly. That was a really good one. I think I might've gotten another one. I don't, I know I have one. I had one the other day on like an OO count. It was kind of strange. It usually happens with two strikes. Oh, wow. How cool is it for you to whenever you, after a start, you look and then Pitching Ninja loves you. I mean, it's just every <laughs> oh, yeah. start he's. Yeah, Rom's a good dude. Really does. Really does. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. Um, but like at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, I, I do like it, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I am hard on myself. So, 
I'm like, oh, it's sweet that Rob posted that, but my final line is what matters. <laughs> you know, he's a big thing with the sword. Do you ever do a sword celebrate? Like whenever you get a sword? Do no, I don't. <laughs> I, dude, I'm probably the least like, I should probably show the least emotion out of anybody out there, which is like, I don't know if it's a good thing, bad thing. It's just kind of, that's just who I am. You need a signature um, strike. We got to workshop something for you. Jacob, you yeah. broke up there for a second. <laughs> oh, sorry. A strikeout like dance or something? Yeah, yeah some yeah. kind of like, like who was the guy, um, who was the closer for the Giants back in the day? Do one of those things like that. Oh, Brian, what was it? Brian Wilson? Yeah, one? Brian Wilson. Yeah, you need the a signature move after a strikeout. Yeah. There was the Tampa Bay Rays closer that would shoot Fernando Rodney. Yeah, Fernando Rodney. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll work we'll workshop something for you. We'll pitch it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just throw up the go frogs. Yeah. 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 Ending end an inning with a strikeout. <laughs> a little frog. <laughs> a little go, go frog. frog. <laughs> Not a bad one. <laughs> when Carp did that during the uh, the All Star game, that was pretty legendary. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. It was like four years in a row. I, that was like my favorite part of the All Star game. Oh, sweet! They're gonna introduce Carpenter. We'll get the go frogs again. Get the go frogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Nick, I'll do some quick fire questions, um, okay. and then we'll see if the guys have any more, and uh, and we'll head out of here. So, uh, funniest uh, past or current teammate, any and particular reason why? I'll stay with TCU. I'll go with Howie. Mm-hmm. Um, Howie kind of took me under his wing from when I got there, and uh, it all started with the body type. That's what Howie liked to say. <laughs> um, and no, Howie was great. And Howie, guys always got energy and everything. He'll always make you laugh. Um, so I, I would go with Howie. Did you ever have a prank pulled on you in, in major leagues or or maybe on the reverse? Did you ever pull a prank on anyone else? Uh, a prank? No, I wouldn't really say. I've had no, no pranks. And I know, ran I'm not in a position to prank anybody. I'm not there. <laughs> uh, favorite win as a horn frog, if you remember. Uh, favorite win as a horn frog. Let me think about them. I would honestly, I would, I would just say I have two that stand out because every time it was, I mean, it's definitely a tough place to play. And every time we went there, we really needed a win. I would say tech. Um, yeah, my freshman year and my oh, junior man. year. Yeah, a Twitter question we have it's always sunny in Fort Worth. Asks, What's your favorite start at Lupton? It's probably a hard one to remember, but favorite also... start at Lupton, yeah, if you, um, if you remember it. Let me let me think. Favorite start at Lupton, um, you know, the, my junior year against Texas was a great game. Um, I think we ended up walking it off in the ninth. Uh, we were battling. I think I threw like eight that game. I don't even. I don't even know if I got the win or anything. It was just a great game. Um, I think that would probably go down as one of my favorite games, like pitching in in Lupton. Man, can also, we go back to that yeah. Tech start? So you go up to Tech, notorious hitters ballpark. Winds always blowing out, especially yeah. in April and May. You go eight innings of shutout ball and strike out 13. Good God. <laughs> yeah. It was, dude, there's something about it. I, I just, I really liked pitching at that place. Um, 
I still remember Slosh my freshman year too. And he came up to me on like Wednesday that week we were at home and he was like, you're going to be able to handle it. I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I'm going to be just fine. <laughs> and, um, like so, not yeah, really we'll see. like what he meant, like with like the environment and like the crowd and everything. And I was like, didn't really think anything of it. And like, after I pitched and everything, I was like, ah, I kind of think I get what he was saying, but like, yeah, I threw the ball well, so it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so your stat line in that Texas game, eight innings pitched, one run, nine strikeouts, two walks, nine hits. So yeah, it was, it was just around a grindy some... game. Like I, I didn't like yeah. dominate. Um, it was just a, you know, it was a hard fought game. I, I, yeah. I remember it just, and we ended up walking it off. So nice. It was, it was a good one. Um, which TCU uh, hitter, or I guess teammate, hit the best off of you in, in live at-bats? In live ABs? Um, let me think. It would have to be a righty. Yes. Luke Lucan Luke, Luke, um, got me once. Um, yeah. I still remember Lucan remembers it, too, if we talked about <laughs> it today. I got, him, I got him back the next time. <laughs> <laughs> really on it was actually it's kind of unfair. It was an inner squad that was supposed to be all fastballs and I got to three two and I literally just shook off and threw a curveball to him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean obviously Luke in every time was a good at bat. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think through it. Who You're like nobody comes nobody hit me. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's, no, what, that's, that's what it sounds that's like. Not, that's not true. <laughs> but yeah, I would I mean I would say Luke in probably. Yeah. Uh, food you crave from Fort Worth or maybe just Texas in general? Oh, oh man. You know, I, I'm i a sucker for papacitos and papados. All right. Mm-hmm. Just to turn the skyline chili, though. Yeah, which I can't <laughs> wait until we go to Houston this year because that's the closest I get. And I'm for sure am going to one of those when I am there. <laughs> is, uh, there you go. Is Fort Worth home for you? Yep. Fort Worth. Um, I'd always spent every off season there, but I officially, I bought a home last off season in Fort Worth. So nice. Awesome, awesome man. Heck yeah. Um, have you, how much have you hung out with Joe Burrow? <laughs> I've, I've, sh- I've shook his hand. That's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite, favorite baseball movie. Um, you know, I would say feel the dreams, um, especially after pitching there now. Oh, that's oh, right. That's I, awesome. forgot right. That. I, for, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, we didn't ask. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. So tell us about that experience. That was pretty cool. Uh, unbelievable. Um, God, it, it's just so different than any other, like, major league baseball game. Like, it kind of just takes you back to, like, when you were truly a kid, you just show up and you roll it out. Like, there's no get to the field, like, really go over, like, a scouting report, like, do your warm up in the weight room, training room. Like it's kind of just makeshift, like your stuff's in your locker and you just, it's really is. I'm telling you, it's, it's literally just, you get that you roll it out and you just play a baseball game. And I mean, the scenery is unbelievable. Dude, it's, it's literally in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. Um, no, it was awesome. You know, I, I really enjoyed pitching in the game. It was awesome. Um, I don't think I took it in as much because I mean, there's just that competitive aspect. And I I threw decent. I didn't throw great by any means. Um, So I think that was probably why I also didn't take it in as much. But uh, looking back on it, I mean, that's a 
it's a pretty pretty sweet deal that they do there, and I, I hope they continue to do it. I know they're not doing it this year, but I, I really hope they do. Hmm. That's cool. Were you All teammates right. with uh, Harrison Beefy? No, I was not. Because uh, he was in the minor league game before y'all showed up. Well, uh, there, he? yeah, for, he's in with the Royals, and I guess their minor league team was playing there. So that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they need to do. They need to play a game there every year, if not a couple, because it, it's pretty awesome. So I have so a Nick, question. You'll, you'll, you'll uh, be. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ray. So I hear you're ambidextrous, or am, I mean, I can't say Whoa. that word. Ambidextrous. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Try again. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Break. <laughs> Had a couple of beers tonight. Already. Couple extra R's. Take two. <laughs> English is yeah. hard. I'm. Uh... I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to be left-handed. I don't really know, but I do everything else, even throw a football right-handed. I, I can't. What? Yeah, I can't throw a football left-handed. It's bad. Like, it would look like you throwing it left-handed. What? That is. Yeah, it's a little strange. It's, it's not. I feel like I need video of this to prove it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. How are you throwing a baseball right-handed? Uh, I can play catch with you, like, pretty pretty good um even like i could throw it with some distance i couldn't pitch by any means um it, i mean it looks a little funky but it definitely come on do do bad. one pitch what like y'all are up big <laughs> <laughs> just, just to up there and turn around and throw yeah. it with your other hand You'd probably get a swing yeah. and miss first round uh nick ladolo <laughs> eighth round nick ladolo right <laughs> yeah you just missed out so last year was the first year of the dh uh, for the National League, uh, do you wish yeah. that you could uh, go up and hit one time? Uh, yeah, maybe once, but other than that, I, I'm good. Um, <laughs> some of the stuff you see guys throw, you're like, ah, I don't really want any part of that. Um, <laughs> you think you, you think you do until you get up there, but it also would be nice to face the other pitcher too, you know. Um, but. No, I, I do wish I had that bat in the big leagues or I, I had the opportunity to get a hit in the big leagues. That'd be pretty cool. So yeah, you're, coming me too. Back to, uh, you're coming back to Fort Worth to train in the offseason. Is that right, Nick? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. We all, that's a lot of us uh, still train there. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Um, so I have a question uh, real quick for uh, our guy. We have another guy on the podcast, uh, Martin, and he went up to Pittsburgh whenever y'all were up there. And uh-huh. uh, for for like a week, whenever he booked the trip, you were scheduled to start that Sunday. And he was excited because he was going to that game on Sunday. Uh, you know, TC yeah. was playing in Morgantown. But then the week of, you get bumped back. I think Luke Weaver was coming off the DL. And yep. it pushed and you so back a day. pushed everybody back. And uh, our guy Martin was so disappointed he watches uh-huh. every start he'll he'll like oh it's nick lodolo day and then he'll get on his mlb tv or whatever and really watch you. Yeah. ah well you gotta tell him i appreciate the support yeah we'll Shout do. Out to Martin. <laughs> uh nick you're a new dad is that right no i am not newly engaged newly engaged is what newly you mean engaged. You, you gotta stay off a of ball oh, sex sports go. mk i gotta spread follow, those I gotta, I gotta follow instagram <laughs> more it's it's yep. one it's one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> no, yep, I am. Uh, I got engaged this off season as well, and uh, nice. Uh, yeah, we're gonna tie it on uh, 
New Year's Eve this year. I hope MK oh, didn't awesome. break. I hope awesome. MK didn't break some news. I don't know no. any news. <laughs> oh. New Year's uh, MK, MK is a, MK's at TMZ right now. He's just he's breaking it live on the pod. I thought Nick was a grandfather at this point. I'm just you know, Dude, you can't limit. read every Nick Lodola rumor you see on the internet. <laughs> Seventh child. That's amazing. That's uh, congratulations on, uh, on getting engaged. That's that's great news. Yeah, the um, New Year's Eve wedding yeah, date. That's easy. That's great. Easy one to remember. It'll be mm-hmm. so you're never gonna you'll never forget that one. That's that's no. kind of a cheat code, honestly. That's smart right there. You're already <laughs> celebrating anyway. So exactly. <laughs> uh, uh Nick, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh you're on the bump. Let's see, Saturday. Is that the plan? That is the plan. All right, Saturday we'll see. Against we'll, the Marlins. We hope to, uh, we, we hope hate to. the Marlins. Yeah. We gotta take them down. <laughs> that's to be good. That's that is the goal. I think I'm going up against uh I think Sandy's going for them. Oh right. man, so that's gonna be that's yeah. a Cy Young, Cy Young yeah. award-winning Sandy battle. Second place, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, last year's Cy Young. Oh, previous last, winner. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought last you were year's Cy- predicting this year's winner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of nerd about uh minor league baseball and prospects and all that. So that Friday night, y'all get to see Yuri Perez, uh highly touted uh Marlins prospect that's getting called up. Is he? Dude's only like 20 years old coming from double A to make Dang. his major league debut. Dang. 20 and going straight from double A. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, he must, he must have, I mean, they wouldn't do it unless they thought he could do it. So good for him. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I take that as a, uh, I'll strike his ass out a couple times. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going up against him. No, he's yeah, he's pitching. Friday. All right. Uh, so a lot of us in Fort Worth and, you know, frogs, you know, kind of around the country really enjoyed your time here, Nick. And uh, we're cheering for you, man. So, uh, you know, keep those batters in the box, you know, hey, MK, <laughs> before you sign off, tell Nick about what you do with your son while he was there at TCU. Yeah, sure. Um, I've, I think I've told the story once or twice, but uh, it's not, you know, anything crazy. Um, I, you, I take my son to the games, you know, and have done mm-hmm. that for a while. Um, and would take him purposefully to games that you were pitching and, you know, would say, Hey, I need you to watch this guy, you know, and my son's you know, <laughs> seven, uh, six, you know, eight years old. He's a young kid. He doesn't Put know what's TikTok going on. down for a minute and watch yeah. Nick Lodolo. I'm like, pitch. watch this guy pitch. He's going to pitch in the majors someday. And, uh, and I, was, and, I, and I was right, you know, and I was right. <laughs> Actually, I talked to, I talked to him about it last night. I said, Hey, um, I, you know, there's a plan to, to chat with uh with our buddy nick and and he was excited about that so he's in bed now but anyway that's uh, awesome yeah we we got to watch you and enjoy uh your success at tcu thank you i appreciate it that's awesome and then hopefully then when i'm back in the off season or something like that we'll link up oh yeah Yeah, thanks for coming on appreciate you very much uh we'll talk to you soon sounds good appreciate it guys go frogs go frogs